Welcome to Local St. Charles. This podcast is done in conjunction with the Greater St. Charles County Chamber of Commerce and focuses on local businesses, their successes, their stories, and their challenges. The Local St. Charles podcast is produced by Changescape Web. Hey everybody, Ken Tucker with Changescape Web. I'm joined by Greg Upchurch of the Grand Opera House Banquet Center. Hey Greg, how you doing? Good, how are you? Doing well, thanks. Yeah, thanks for coming on. You've got a fantastic facility and I'm glad we can have you on to talk about it and uh, all the cool things that you do. And you can see a little bit of it in the background behind you, but it's a very old historic building in St. Charles, right? So why don't you start out by talking about the history of the building? You know, it's really quite interesting. The history in itself is quite bizarre because we don't exactly know what happened here or how it happened, but somewhere in the you know, we always, I always thought it was in the 1880s, but now it's more toward the 1860s and 70s. I'm finding that the building was built as the St. Charles Opera House, and wow. it was literally the first opera house built west of the Mississippi. Really? Yeah, I found that out later, too. I thought that was unique for this building. Wow. And so which brings the history and a lot of, there's, and the way the, the structure is made. But apparently there was a big fire in 1885, and the building burnt to the ground, and this is currently the structure rebuilt in 1886. That's fascinating that it was built even earlier than than you realized. And now when you say opera, I mean, did people actually perform operas there or was it just kind of the the catch-all phrase for any place that could have a theatrical performance? Again, we don't exactly know. A lot of the history was gone. The theater sat up there from 1886 when they rebuilt the building till 1927 is when it closed. And then it stayed up there mostly intact until 1995 when they renovated the building. But a lot of it got lost and mishandled and just disappeared. So we're not exactly sure. I mean, I've looked up a couple of historic things that look like maybe there were some kind of debates or some kind of somebody who was a run for a political office up there. And I know there were at one point a Charlie Chaplin handbill, playbill laying on the stage. And because I've heard stories from people. People have come around and told me all kinds of stuff that from when it used to be the Opera House. And I've talked to the previous owners of the building, too, when they yeah. when it was still there. Yeah. There was a couple of big pushes to try to revitalize it and get it going again, but none of them just really, the funding never really panned out, so it never happened. We had uh, Tim Devereaux on, who is also in the same building right above you, and he was mentioning that uh, I guess you guys keep finding a bunch of really cool stuff down in the basement, too. I found some crating material. There was an old bar down there and I really didn't think much of it. And I'd flipped it over at one point to use it for something and noticed some writing underneath one of the shelving. And I pulled it out and started taking it apart. And it has actual John C. Middleberger's name written on it and uh, some packing instructions for it. So he, we figure he ran some sort of a dry goods store down here on the main level where I am at the banquet center. And then the whole top of the building was the opera house, which is now two levels of classic office space with Devereaux being on the top. I just figured this was his uh, sort of his contribution to, he, he had his shop here, he had the opera house, he ran both of it as one business. And then, so that's why I'm assuming that maybe his business went out of business in 1927 because that's when the opera house shut down, but I don't know. Hmm. And then there was a point where there was another business. What do I do if I have a delivery to show to my door? <laughs> I have to take this. All right, you can step away. So if you guys haven't had a chance to go to the Grand Opera House, it's uh, really just an absolutely beautiful facility. 
again when deliveries come you know what, oh, what yeah. an interesting time to be doing a you know yep. when you're busy you're busy it's you know. yep so tell me a little bit more about the history of the Wait, uh, i have to go shut the door i can't even hear you hold on all right <laughs> okay all right so tell me a little bit more about the history of the Opera House as a banquet center. How long have you guys been in business? It all started in 2009. We were, uh, I'd come back from Florida, the Devereaux's owned the building, and there was just not a lot going on. And so I'd known Jim for a long time, and we talked about it, and it was a good time to open a business in this space. And so in 2009, started building it out, actually tearing it apart. It was all walls and that just tore out all the walls and had contractors come in and put up the lighting and a new floor and built a new bar. And it just looked really nice. And instead of being sort of another place down here for people just to just come out and hang out and tear things up and get stupid, I decided to open a banquet center and do something, you know, because I'm from St. Charles. So yeah. I wanted something nice for this town. Yeah, and built something nice here, and people are coming in and enjoying it. It's really yeah, quite cool. cool. So, talk about uh, the different types of events that uh, that you hold there. You, you've done plays there. You obviously, you have weddings and all kinds of things. So, talk about that. It started out because we I kind of wanted to bring theater back a lot. So, I did. I did all kinds of. We did a full two week run of rent in here. Believe it or not, and I. I called it rent in your face. And it was back here where the windows are. And the whole stage was built out. And the, the band was up on the top platform and ducking underneath the chandelier to play the piano. <laughs> and it, it was just all right. And it was just fun. And then we've had radio shows and all kinds of other stuff. And, and just, but mixing in, I opened as a wedding venue. So I stay in the wedding industry as much as possible. But I, I also do all kinds of the class reunions have found me. And I'm doing a lot of baby and bridal showers now again, just because COVID has kind of made it hard for people to find stuff. And, and it's just, it's one of those interesting sort of, I do all kinds of, like I said, the class reunions have found me. Now I started kind of more into celebration of lives right now. And that's a sad part of COVID that yeah. you know, people are kind of, they just need space to have events to do that kind of thing. And I, I never really got approached that much by it much you know, in the past, but now I'm starting to get it quite a bit. Maybe outside of rent, what's the most interesting event you've had there? Uh, or can you say? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some of them get really quite, you know, some people need their privacy. So uh, well, some events we won't talk about, but uh, I, I like the events where people just come and do super unique. I, I've had, okay, so I've had some crazy, I, Bob Cuban's played in here. If that tells you anything, a Pennsylvania Slim played in the up in the corner one time. Okay. I've had Obed Khan here. I've had I've had just people from all over, and I've, sports athletes and stars from LA have come in here. And you know, I I didn't know these people were well known directors when they walked in my door. They were just people. And then at the end, you find out that when when the whole family's taking pictures with them because they haven't seen them forever, it's like, oh, no wonder you live out in LA and you're a director. I I get it. You're you're just yeah. you know. But I get, like I said, I get athletes. I get all kinds of people. I've had several Cardinals in here. I've had hmm. at least uh, one Cardinal get married in here, actually, and oh, wow. his wedding reception. Redbird's been in here at least twice. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So do you, do you have you ever had any stand-up comedy shows or anything in there? I actually have. That's part of what I try to say with the theater. I try to keep some sort of theatrical something in here at least once a year, twice a year if I can. Whether yeah. it be ballets or, but I did, I've had two or three different comics and comedy shows in here. I also, uh, I've done 
three fashion shows in here. Oh, so really? I set up. Uh, I've got these stage pieces. There's, you might be able to see a stage back here. Yeah. I've got these stage pieces. Yeah. And it's also the stage you get married on. But I use them and I put them long ways because they're. And I build a stage and there's a whole catwalk thing. It just looks really cool. Yeah. I, I've had a few people use this. It's a multi-use facility. It just. I like to stay on the finer side of things more so than the not so fine side of things and try yeah. to keep everything as clean and nice and looks pretty as possible. And yeah. that's why I include all the linens and plates and silverware with our full packages. And we are in our house centerpiece. All this is included. I don't in the price. I'm not a nickel and dime. Everything's included. I offer one price. Yeah. There's a reason why. In terms of food and, and stuff like that, you allow people to bring their own catering in. Is that right? But you have your own bar set up. It's a beautiful bar, by the way. Thank you. It was built by Greg Woodson, if anybody wants to know. Greg Woodson, he's a local St. Charles builder. Did you need anything wood done? Greg Woodson's your guy. Hmm. Okay, cool. So yeah. I had to throw a shout out. It's because of the bar. I, it is unbelievable. It really is. It's amazing. So what else anything else really exciting that uh, that you've done there obviously i also want to talk to you about COVID and the impact it's had because you're kind of a public gathering place and obviously i'm sure that that's had just a massive impact on you how have you survived that how is it starting to come back and what can the community do to help you out you know it's quite interesting as you know st charles had very few if any rules during this whole COVID thing so the ability to operate was still there. The willingness and desire at some point, so mixed with people's apprehension about wanting to get together and just making sure we're all trying to do the right thing, made it quite interesting for a mix. But being a good size, because I'm max 175, so being this good size, it was still seemed like an okay place to put 40 to 50 people spread out to do. So I was kind of, small events were small weddings and things like that where it's all family coming in i try to be as comfortable as possible as safe as possible and again a lot of it was interviewing families and just seeing okay how many people are coming from and who's here in the pod and how are we going to seat people and you know yeah. i i open the front door and close it all the time just to let the fresh air and extra fresh air just I figured if I could do it every six minutes, every 10 minutes, open the door, just let extra air in for no reason. I, I don't know. We, I haven't had any reports of anybody, but I've also been real careful on the parties I've taken and how I've done and yeah. what I've done. So knock yeah. on wood. Yeah, absolutely. So how are you? Are you booked pretty well coming up here for the upcoming season? Yes and no. People are still quite apprehensive about getting together in large groups, as you can imagine. So Obviously, the end of the year is more busy than right now, but I, you can see people all over the place. Like I said, I started doing events. I, I stopped doing baby and bridal showers a long time ago, and I started doing them again I, just because there's a huge need, and, and that that's kind of what I'm getting sort of inundated with right now Okay. just because of the space. You can spread out in here. There's, a room, there's plenty of room. To... So now I know you've been uh, a member of the chamber for quite a while. Talk about uh, your experiences being in Greater St. Charles County Chamber. I like being a member of the chamber. I, I like going to the meetings. I like doing all that. Now, COVID has put a real damper on all of this, as everybody knows. But right. it's a camaraderie of businesses that people just get together. And, and it, it is what you make out of it, too, just like any other organization. If you're going to the gatherings and you're being a part of and you're 
sharing content and you enjoy it a lot better than if you're just, you know, paying you a little bit of money just to say you're in the chamber. So go to the events, do the things, go to the meetings. If that's what you want, that's, but I personally enjoy a lot of that. So I don't go to everything. I'll admit. It'd be hard. It's a full-time job to go to everything. Oh yeah. Yeah. And like I said, my first 10 ribbon cuttings were just amazing. I liked them. I thought they were fun going to other businesses and watch them say we're open. You know, That's awesome. Yeah, so I've got um, on the screen your address and the phone number and how people can find you on the web. So what's the best process if somebody is interested in booking a facility? Either call or email. Email is usually the best because that's how I get all the bids back out to you. And when I offer estimates, I, I send a con- copy of the contract. I send all the paperwork. But when I offer estimates, I put all the words of what you're getting inside the estimate itself so you're not guessing if you're getting the plates and if you're getting the food and if you it's all written in there like i said easiest is just send me an email with the couple to be married's first and last name the date you want and how many people and that's literally all i need if you're sending me an email and i'll send you back all the information you need yeah and your busiest days are obviously on the weekends right so oh yes but i get hit with stuff all during the week now i always have Again, I'm careful about what events I take. I, I don't know how to exactly say that, but I, I just try to make sure that we're doing events that are good for everything around as opposed to not, if that makes yeah. sense. So you mentioned earlier that you grew up in St. Charles, and I think you and I actually went to the same university, Missouri State. Yes. And, and I believe we also have each have a master's degree in public administration, although from different schools. <laughs> yes, we do. Yeah, so... I don't come across many people who have either philosophy, undergraduate degrees, which is what I have, or even fewer people who have master's in public administration. So when I found that out, that was quite a kick for me. Talk about your your upbringing and growing up in St. Charles. Uh, St. Charles is a great town to grow up in. I mean, very, obviously very safe. And people just settled everything with a punch or two and everybody went their separate ways. It was a cool place. I mean, we had great schools. Uh, again, like I said, safety, you know, you, I grew up when the street lights, you know, came on, you went in, you know, it was time for dinner and the simple times in life when you had to get up and change the TV channel and things like that. But St. Charles in general, I, I played sports here. I, I did everything I wanted to do as a kid, having fun here. And I, I can't really say enough good about this place, especially the main street area down here with the historic brick street. And, you know, I, I've been all over the country, I, many places around the world. And I, I don't know. I don't see a lot of this down here. This is really unique what we have here. And people kind of take it for granted sometimes. I get people from all over the state, all over the country that come here, even international people that just will have conversations outside. And they're just like, this I never knew. I got people from Chesterfield. I never knew this existed. St. Charles is so cool town. How do you not, you know, I was born in St. Joseph's Hospital. I own a business right down the street. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on Main Street. It's like, how do you not glow when people talk about your hometown? It's yeah. really cool. It's a nice yeah. place here. So it's easy to get emotional about because uh, it's my hometown. And yeah. I've been a lot of places. I, it's not like I've just been here. So Anything else you want to talk about in regard to the Grand Opera House? Or, or the bank center specifically? Well, basically the idea is, look, if you want to just come to a place where you know you're not going to have to work, you want to just come have fun, this is your place. We offer just one straight up price for a whole bunch of services that all go together. But I don't tell you what kind of cake you bring your own cake. 
and we'll, I'll coordinate it all for you, and we'll make it all work. But this is a place that makes memories for people, and that's all there is to it. And the reason I know is because of the amount of people that stop by all the time and tap on my window and wave, or drive by and honk the horn and wave. Because we got these big, beautiful windows that look out of the main street. I get people all the time, and that's how I know. It's, this is making people's memories, their lives. They'll never forget this place. No lie. Absolutely. Well, cool. Well, thanks, Greg, for hopping on and uh, joining this uh, live stream. And we'll turn this into a podcast as well. So always great to catch up with you. Glad to hear that you've been able to keep things going. I know it's been a big challenge. I've known you for a long time, and I know you're a very creative, innovative, thinking individual. I appreciate what all you do. So thanks so much. Thanks, you. All right. Take care. All right. See you. We want to thank all of you for taking the time to listen to today's podcast. Please be sure and subscribe to the Local St. Charles podcast in your podcast software. We'd love for you to rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. And please don't forget to visit localstcharles.com for more episodes, information on local businesses, free resources, and a link to set up a free consultation with the host of this podcast. Thanks again and stay tuned.